1515 now probably presents the wrestling roundtables, the raw, the bad, the ugly, the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like, didn't like, and we'll just flat out horrendous. This is your favorite tag team partners, me, Star the Pearl. It's Nilla. Man, you know, every time I do this, I always want to say. You want to say Raw took place in? Yeah. I hear you say it in my head. Yeah. But I know you're not going to. Yeah. It's all right. That's, that's cool. How was your week? It was all right. Did you make another baby? Congratulations. No, it's man. not you know, possible. Celebrate another year. Another anniversary. Yay. Yeah. Technically, yeah. five years. Yeah, it is five years. Technically. Technically. Would you just celebrate on your married date? On the, yeah, on the church date. On the church That's date. That's what we said, the church date. Yeah, the church date. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why when I, whenever people are like, how long y'all been married, me and her look at each other like, how you gonna answer? And, <laughs> and then people mm-hmm. look at us crazy. I'm like, and then you gotta explain. It's funny. And the, yeah, yeah. here's a fun fact. We both didn't remember until Stir reminded us. And he only remembered because I came here after going. <laughs> but yeah. he's the one who reminded us. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were like, oh, yeah, that's the real day. We yeah. couldn't even remember what day of October it was. We were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah, I, I don't even know why I remember that shit. Because yeah, you got a phone. And I came here to switch Yo, phones with you. And that that's how was... you remember. That's how much of a tech. A holic this dude is. He remembers yeah. when he gets new phone. I got that new phone on October. <laughs> we had a good time. Our relationship was strong. Yeah, man. It's such a good phone. <laughs> he remembers phones like people remember cars. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna stop messing with you, Donnie. <laughs> Yo, I always the one phone oh, what no, got yeah. me into smartphones. I had the Trail Six Palm Trail Six Fifty. I think I remember this phone because mm-hmm. that was your baby with the stylus. Yep. Yeah. Had a stylus. Look, he was not playing about that this. Stylus. I've never seen somebody keep up with a stylus in the manner that this man did. And when he couldn't find it, he was losing his shit. Like, yeah. damn stylus. <laughs> because nobody was rocking smartphones back then. Not like, you know, oh, yeah. You you had the, I used to tell you, you got a damn Game Boy. Yeah, bro. If, like, you had a, if you had a smartphone, it's because you was in business. That's the right, only reason exactly, why. Because my mama had one. Yeah. Nobody. People just had flip phones. They was happy to have flip phones and color and shit like that. Yeah. (laughs) Or you can take color pictures. And then petty ass color pictures Mm -hmm. with the blocks looking like eight bit Nintendo. (laughs) Yep. We're dating ourselves, sir. And it was nice because I can get on the internet. Man. Everything. Yo. Yo, And it's wrestling related. 
he was very clutch in giving me ROH uh, rundowns of the shows because he'd be running the rise and I'd be like, hey, let me use your phone so I can read these reports, bro. <laughs> and he'd be like, cool. <laughs> then I come down, you'd be like, who won? <laughs> I'd be like, CM Punk. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's when the message boards was popping, man. That's, I Refresh, refresh, mm-hmm. refresh. Who won? And you know what? And it was just 3G back then. But I feel like the internet speed has never gotten faster. And I feel I'm, like... I feel like unless we just so I go five G. Yeah. I go five G from uh, LTE, four G, LTE. I feel like and I'm like a subtle difference that you may not even notice sometimes to be a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, but it was crazy though. Because like, I feel like four G LTE moves as slow as three G. Like when they drop you down to three G because you don't have four G. Yeah, you don't have four G. So then, yeah. I feel like. That's how now 4G is. If you have 5G, you drop down to 4G, it's just slow as shit. As hell. And I'm just like, no. As I guarantee you, now everybody has upgraded to a 5G phone. And those who have 4G phones, their internet is not moving this fucking slow. At all. Whatsoever. I'm like, yo, nah. You, you, you putting me at the lowest form of 4G. Sorry, I'm not sure about that. Alexa, you nosy as shit. <laughs> She's not sure. Damn. That's why you ain't sure about it, bitch. None of your business. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, New series? Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. No. Match to watch for, sir. Oh, my match to watch for. Um, My match to watch for is actually going to come from AEW this week. Um, Yep, they're back in my match to watch for. Um, And I'm giving it to uh, Nyla Rose and Chris Statlander. I thought that was a really, really good match. Um, I felt like this is kind of those stepping stones that we're getting towards the women's division in AEW being really good. Are they going to be on the level of, of uh, you know, WWE? Because I'm, I'm saying that because of Sasha Banks and them. That's where I'm putting it as. Or like NXT with EO and whatnot. They... I was, about to, I was about to say, are they going to be able to hold on to all these wrestlers? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. We'll get there. But, yeah, so in saying that, watching this match, I was like, okay, see, this is where they're getting into that next gear. And I felt like that's exactly what this was. Um, Nyla Rose, you know, I'm a big fan. I love her. Um, and Chris Statlander, I feel like she's getting her stride back pre-injury when we were all like, yo, gee, this chick is dope. So this match for me um, was one of those where – also, it showed why the rankings matter and what makes it so cool because it was a big win for Chris, whereas I feel like in other promotions that we won't name, a match like that, you get a win and it's kind of like you just got a win. It doesn't mean as much. And in this situation, it meant so much because of the rankings, because Chris was out, because you know Nyla is, regardless of whether she lost her title shot, her title match, um, she's still you know one of the aces. Of the yeah. women's division. Yeah. So for Chris to beat her, that is dope and it means something. And at that moment, I was like, see, this is why the rankings are so important. Because these matches mean something when you don't have a whole bunch of storyline to go off of. And so that's why I made this my Raw. I mean my Raw, my match to watch for. <laughs> yeah, because somebody else just brought up their rankings. They're like, Cause I've been 7-0 and in these. Oh, during the show, yeah. Old girl, that's uh, damn. Why can't I think of her? Uh, name? Velvet. Yeah, Red Velvet. Red Velvet. Yep. And she brought it up. I'm mm-hmm. seven to zero, and you're like, she is, I and that clicked, and you go, 
Yep. That's why rankings matter. It's the subtle things. Because mm-hmm. we weren't, it's not like we were watching, but she's building these wins. So when she does come out and challenge, we're not like, fuck, she been or whatever. We're like, oh, bro, she been on a roll. Mm-hmm. Just like, what do we do with sports? We do she that said, with I'm not that same wrestler that I was when I first challenged That's exactly you. what I was just about to say. Because what makes us excited about a lot of like different football games and basketball games? As the season goes on, they're like, yo, the Chargers are on a six-game win streak, and they're going against such-and-such who's 14 and, you know, one. You know, just mm-hmm. those little things matter because then you're like, well, shit, dog, I got to look. I'm trying to see this game. So sure. people are like, yo, I'm trying to I see this watch. match. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just the Chargers versus such-and-such, but it's the, it's the meaning of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas with other promotions, we won't name because I'm not going to, you get that match, but what's behind it? What's behind nothing? Not a storyline, and then sometimes the storyline is not even good. So now you just got this match that we like these two wrestlers, but there's nothing that matters about it. And I will give a perfect example later on when we talk about Rob Bath and Others. Boom. News and rumors. News and rumors. All right, elephant in the room time. Um, as we all know, since the last time we did a podcast, there was a ton of releases, right? Um, I can name all the names, but the biggest part of all that is the, um, rumor, and I think it's pretty much set in stone that NXT, the, the era of NXT being the alternate indie or the indie version of WWE is over. Um, I think at this point, Vince, with the releases that he made, has made it clear that NXT is going to be developmental and... There's an edict. The rumor is that the edict is that no more midgets, quote-unquote. So the Johnny Gargano's, the Adam Cole's, those type of guys. No more of them, and they want body guys, big guys, who are athletic. So we're talking about, like, um, some of the newer signings. Uh, the the new Brock Lesnar, the guy, uh, Pete Berduel is his name. I, I might be killing his name, but I can't remember. But um, he's the one that uh, was a former football player, Did was at the... Um, <clears throat> I almost said combine, but was doing the whole, what do they call it when you do the oh, tryout? He's an asshole. I don't even want to talk about it. Go oh. ahead, bro. I'm going to just let you But Yeah, so, so then you have that. And then one of the surprising things, and I think solidifies that thought process, is everybody was shocked that Wheeler Utah, who was at one of the um, tryouts recently, was not signed. And he's one of the hottest wrestlers on the indies. He's everybody who's seen him on Dynamite is like, yo, this dude's fucking dope. He he's just different. And with ROH, he was doing really he was doing really well. He was in the pure title scene. Obviously, now he's got that deal with AEW because Tony was like, what the fuck? He snatched him up real quick because this dude is like, yeah, he's legit and a, a future guy in the business. So I I feel like I get it. I understand that you have a style, but I feel like it also undermines other fans and you're disconnecting yourself. If I'm a businessman. He think that the bigger you go, the more money. Yeah, and it's never, it's not like that. You, I just feel like his vision is based on what he's, he's like, I did this in the past, so maybe this will work as far as making stars. And I think a quote John Cena had uh, previously in the week where he said, you know, they bank on the past a lot and in a nutshell, it'll come back and bite you in the ass because they keep bringing him back they haven't built anybody. And when they do have somebody, Daniel Bryan, they suppress that because it doesn't fit a mold, per se. I mean, like, Matt Riddle is not a huge guy, but this is definitely a dude who's over organically that you need to put a rocket on. And I'm afraid they're not going to do it because they're just that fucking stupid and think, no, 
Get a big ass dude. That's what we need. That's what people yeah, want. Yeah. And we want talent, charisma, and in ring ability in the end of the day. So yeah. What we I know because you're chime in. <laughs> I think the only thing that AEW is lacking is the production. That's it. It ain't like the production is bad. It's not on WWE's level. That's all it is. When they get their production down even better than what they already have right now, and when they can start producing, and and, and really, WWE's production is where it's at because they have the money right now. But AEW is slowly and surely going to start chipping away at it. You know that's going to happen. The real wrestling fans that want to see pro wrestling are going to watch AEW and they have a dude with money behind them. That's the thing. And when he start pouring more money into it, see, because he's a businessman. Obviously, you're not going to pour all your money into this and shit. This is like what Vince is doing. That's his thing and shit like that. He has other ventures mm-hmm. outside of that and shit. Um, so what's going to end up happening is AEW is going to make more money and continue to make more money and continue to make more money. Then they can start putting on shows at some point in football arenas like you're doing. You can see they already trying to test whether or not they can sell out places like the United Center. I mean, they're it's about like, to sell out them damn Arthur Ashe. Tip, like, that's huge, bro. Yeah. There's 20,000-something people who fit in there, and they're close. Yeah. And that's with COVID restrictions. So who's yeah. to say that if they were given all the seats, that yeah. they couldn't fill that? Right. And you just talked about the price point for tickets for United Center. That's the smartest thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fill it up because I got these tickets for yeah. how much? Nah, I got everybody in here. Whereas Right. And then, watch. With that, and people get to see the product... Now, I'm now not. you can change price points. And then what happens when you change price points? Oh, I can put on a better production. Mm-hmm. Well, I can have this big-ass Titan screen or whatever you want to call it. Or I can sit there and sell out and put this whole fucking once-a-year show here or there or there. Whatever warm fucking state that I can produce a major show have a shitload of people come and watch. They're going to get to that point. And when they do, it still ain't going to be uh, WWE, but they will start competing with WWE at some point. It's just the reality. Yep. The nature of the business. So no matter what you do, Vince, you can sit here and do it this way but this feels like WCW announcing who wins the fucking WWE title only for them to start tanking and now they're doing you're doing better this is that all over again you start building and try to get all these big dudes and shit like that and you ain't gonna ever get them over i.e. Jackson Riker then what? He's just a big dude who is fucking trash. Right back. I mean, hey, look, but 
We'll figure it out one day, I guess. Hopefully not when it's too late. In yeah. other news, um, ROH moved uh, Death Before Dishonor from Florida because of the coronavirus numbers in Florida. And it is now going to be on September 12th in uh, Philadelphia at the uh, former ECW Arena. I think that's a great place for it. Pennsylvania has very, very low numbers for COVID because they're taking it fucking serious, as you should. But, um, so, yeah. They were quick to move it, too. I wasn't surprised because I knew, I was like, mm, it's not looking good for Florida having no wrestling shows because there's a couple of wrestling shows that canceled, but get it together. But, yeah, if you're looking for that, uh, anybody who listens to us from Philly... Um, I believe the tickets already went on sale, and then they also said that people who bought tickets to the Florida show, they'll be honored, so you just got to figure out how to get to Philly, I guess. Florida people, bro. Hey, man. It's Florida, man. Florida, man! Um, crazies come from Florida, yo. Yeah, bro. I don't know what's sitting in that motherfucking water. They've been drinking that swamp water or something. Watch out for that Florida, man. Oh, shit. Um, also, it, um, it's, it's been reported that Hangman Page being out was part of the plan. This the, this the whole storyline with him being taken out is not in any kind of haste because CM Punk or um, Brian Danielson are showing up. doesn't have anything to do with that. It was always the plan from when um, they found out that he was having, a, or his wife was having a baby. So this is just how the story goes. Don't, don't be worried that they're doing some knee-jerk reaction like WWE. It's not. This is just a, kind of a coincidence. So... And it makes sense because they have always, regardless of what we wanted, remember, that's what we were saying. I don't remember AEW ever pointing towards or anything other than it either being Adam Page that would be challenging or Christian Cage. Because from the beginning, when they when Christian first came out, the first thing he said was, I'm not here to sit on the bench and do fun, pretty matches. I'm here to fight for titles. I'm here to win and fight for championships. So they really have done a good job of building towards this match. Because they didn't just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was a tease. And yeah, yeah. Kenny was like, well, you got to get to that. You got to work your way up here. And now Christian finally has. Yeah. So, honestly, it's a dope-ass story. They took time on it. Mm-hmm. I think with the CM Punk stuff and Daniel Brown, that all got us all like, oh, shit. And we got to slow down because this is a company that actually has a plan. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're so used to motherfuckers being like, wait, he's available. We'll scrap all that shit and we'll start over. That It was just somebody... like what I talked about with Cody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Exactly like, like that. Like, there was a plan. Like, him getting ready to leave his boot in the in the ring yep. and stuff like that, then getting attacked. So, making it seem like he's going to retire to let you know that you may not see me... For a while. ...on TV. But everybody knows, if you were thinking, man, oh, he just had a baby, he hasn't taken any time off yet. Right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be about that time for him to do so. I mean, you both know you need that time a yeah, yeah, I do. I, outside of wrestling, it's just like real life people stuff, dad shit. You need that time. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you got a baby girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, your your wife, your girl, they need a little break. Mm-hmm. They've been pushing out oh, this yeah. baby or whatever, have been cut open. Not to be graphic. It's just saying. when you get to your second child, then you realize it's overrated expense. You know, <laughs> I, I don't want to say it that way because my wife listens to this. <laughs> It's not that it's overrated. You just get used to it. I'm going to say that. That's yeah, it. Yeah, You're used yeah, you to it. You're like, oh, yeah, here it. we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, I had a good gap. I had like 14 years, and then it was like two of them motherfuckers back to back. Yeah. That's the crazy part. Yeah. <laughs> I waited like 14 years, and then just had them like, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoops. Apple, apple tree, yo. 
Yeah. Like father, like son, motherfucking shit. Man, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Yeah. Because how old was Caleb before? I was, I, when Andre was born, I was 13. Yep. So it's exactly the same. Yep. Caleb was 11, or no, 10, and I was 13. Mm-hmm. And then right after a Tevin, or right after Andre came Tevin. Damn! Yeah. Just like my dad. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't have boys. I just had girls. Yeah. You've been humping. Yeah. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Now we're talking about my dad and my mom. <laughs> Golly. Is that, uh, what what yeah, was I going to do? Oh, yeah, and that's my news and rumors. That's, that's all I got. Now it makes sense, too, why Adam Cole... Supposedly, that's that's one of the rumors. So I didn't he mention wasn't it. Offered a contract. Yeah, I didn't mention it because I don't. I, we know that Adam Cole's contracts up, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that then, but I don't know where it stands. And I, I guess that million dollar offer is fake. It's not a real rumor. It's not real. It didn't really happen. Vince didn't offer him a million dollars, but he does have a contract on the table. Yeah. That part is for real. He probably won't take it. I'm just curious if he just took that number and went to Tony and was like. What you gonna do? Give me a bag. And he probably gonna get that bag from Tony. You can, I can sell. See, I can Adam see. T- yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can see that because the return on it, unless it's something where Tony's just like, bro, and it's immediate. You might return. need to take that. Like what? Like what if WWE's offering like a, a short contract that's like three years, a million a year, and we'll make sure you get the belt. If I'm Tony, I'm like, yeah, I can't do that for you. I could do. I could, I might be able to, do, but. WWE belt. I know this is. A, do you want to pass? I'm as a friend. I'm saying you. If you want to get down, I feel you. But don't feel like I'm gonna be feeling some type of way if you say I'm gonna run with this because this is a big deal. We're gonna be here. We're gonna be here in three years, baby. You can come right back. Okay. <laughs> yep. We ain't going nowhere, dog. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want AEW to keep. I just don't want them to. And I think they do a great, great job of actually signing old or veteran wrestlers. And utilizing them right. Yes. Unlike WWE. WWE make you get squashed by the old wrestlers. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a nostalgia act. Like you can't beat this old motherfucker who can't walk. Yeah. And yeah. I don't even want to get into that. Let's get right back. Let's <laughs> get right into the raw, the bad, the ugly. Um, we got two weeks of raw. I guess we can use. I'd rather wait, but you know. I mean, just use anything, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, what was your raw, sir? My raw is actually going to go to um, this episode of Dynamite um, from yesterday. The reason why I liked it is because I felt like they showcased the up and coming talent a lot. Um, Dante Martin, holy shit. If you haven't seen that match yesterday, definitely watch that um, trios match with the, the Elite. Um, going against uh, Dante Martin and um, oh shit, who was he teaming with? See, I messed up. But uh, he was the star of the match, regardless. Um, and I loved the. He was with Jurassic uh, Express, wasn't he? Damn it! How did I forget that? Anyway, he was the uh, he was the star of the match. I mean, just for the fact that um, the exchanges that he had with Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega was making him look like a star, and I really appreciated that they were doing that. Um, and, you know, on paper, when you looked at the match, you were like, okay, and it was open in the show, and you're wondering, like, mm, where's, you know, where are they going with this? What are they, what, 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 is, what is this? Um, but I like, um, it's the Seidel's, duh. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that when they went into the match, it was like, 
competitive from the jump. It wasn't like these guys are so much better than um, Seidel and Dante Martin. And at the same time, I feel like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega also showed how they're a cohesive unit and it built to the story of the elite being like the elite. Mm -hmm. But being able to mix that in and have Dante Martin look like a star is the part that was awesome to me. And I, I feel like they do such a good job with that. Then you had Jungle Boy, who got one of the biggest pops of the night. Over, And he didn't even say much. And he was just, as soon as he came out. Um, And then, obviously, Britt Baker. Probably one of the most over people yeah, in, re- maybe wrestling right now. Definitely mm. the most over female, I think. Like, right now. And she's so good on the mic now. What the fuck? Where did this come from? It's like she's been sitting with Adam. And, yeah, like, doing yeah. promo class with her, with him. She had the crowd in the palm of her hand, bro. And I know it was her hometown. But even her promo hit all the points. Because she said, you know, I'm a, I'm a mean bitch. But you're in my city, Red Velvet. So in my city? It doesn't matter. You're going to... And I was like, yo, the fact that mm-hmm. she brings us up. Yeah. And breaks down this wall. Because we're so used to, like, if you're a heel... Then you just you could even heal your yeah, own yeah. hometown, and for her not to do that, and she always shows Tony Savani love too. Yeah, that. yeah, and he shows her. Yeah, and yeah. it's funny, and they have like that love hate. But yep. I just felt like for all the flack people give them for oh they just signed all of WWE people blah blah blah. The three most over people on that show yesterday mm-hmm. had nothing to do with WWE other than one dates a dude or is uh, uh, engaged to a guy who worked there. That's it. Other than that. It was homegrown people. And that's what I felt made this show dope to me is that it made you go, wait a minute. Like, they're top stars. As much as people complain, I feel like the top people that are over don't have anything to do with WWE. So that, yeah, yeah. it's kind of a dead narrative. So yeah. And Miro's amazing. I just want to put that out there. Like, his, all his promos are great. He's the redeemer. Which transitions to mine. Oh, okay. Miro versus Big Shotty Lee Johnson. Though. You like oh, it? Yeah. No, oh, you like this. You're raw. I'm sorry. I did my raw and you didn't already do your raw. So I was like, what the fuck? See how outraged I was? I was like, what the fuck, man? Explain that shit. Down. <laughs> man, I like this match. I love this match, actually, because usually if you used to WWE, I'm going to tell you how this match would have went. Big Shotty would have tried to get some offense in and would have never got no offense in. And Miro would have simply... Remember how it looked like he was going to end it early? It would have ended early in WWE. Mm -hmm. But it didn't happen in AEW because this is how a match is supposed to go. This is how a championship match... It's supposed to go because he is supposed to be competitive. But at the same time, you knew, nah, you ain't going to beat this guy, though. Like, he's going to fuck you up. He was, as soon as he get his fucking hands on you and really get his hands on you. Because that's the thing that I like. Because at the end, he knew, nah, I can't play with this motherfucker. I was just about to say that, and that's what made it so dope. Yeah. Is that it's like Shotty proved himself, mm-hmm. but we all knew, like, and it was kind of one of those things, like, man, he gave it a hell of a go. And you know what it reminded me of? 
I thought of it like when we watch a basketball game with a really good team versus an okay team. Mm-hmm. You know how that okay team is like showing glimpses, and you're like, okay, they're hanging, but you know at some point yeah, LeBron's yeah. going to go nuts mm-hmm. or whoever's going to go nuts. But right now, man, they in there hanging, bro. This is kind of close. And then you're like, it's not so close yeah, anymore. Yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then they took God off and beat their ass by 20. Goddamn. <laughs> like, hey, they were all good up until the fourth. Yeah, yeah. That fourth hit, and God yeah. damn it. And that's how I felt. Like, yep. He hit that fourth quarter, and he was like, oh, this guy is strong. He's yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually, I love that match, and I had to I had to throw, go somewhere different. I'm like, you, you know, because you, you already know somebody like Britt Baker is going, she's going to show up, show out. Yeah. You already know Kenny Omega or whatever, Young Bucks yep. or, um, or Roman Reigns. You know, we can always point to some of these guys. And they can be a raw damn near every week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I said, no, nah, I got to go somewhere different because this was really good. I actually like this match. I, I watched it from start to finish. And sometimes when I'm watching something, if you don't really, if it's really bad, I'm going to watch it so I can talk shit about it. Or if it's really good, I'm going to watch it because I want to talk glowingly about it. Right. And if you're subpar, then sometimes it's like, okay, I can just, I can just go past Because yeah, yeah. I'm not getting any substance from this. So then, uh, it's a waste of my yeah, time. Yeah. So, but I had to throw that out there, man. Uh, you're bad, sir. <sighs> my bad is, you know, I, as much as I want to try, and I'm still going to try to give it a chance a little bit, but, you know, this, this Baron Corbin thing, man, I'm not, it's not working for me. And then they're really pushing it even more now because he shows up on Raw. And I'm like, what the fuck is this now? He's on Raw now. That's how hard. That's how I know when they're pushing something. When somebody's on both shows and you're like, oh shit. And it sounds like some people are into it, but it's just not working for me. Like the whole, I'm a poor guy and I'll do anything. I'm supposed yeah. to. Because I don't. I just don't. If I'm him, I'm pissed off because you're making me a joke and I'm better yeah, than Yeah, and I almost feel like it's kind of. I don't want to be that oversensitive guy, but like it's now the time we want to do the, the you know guys what was dope down about on his Ron luck? Killings, our truth, being a joke. They actually did something with it. That's what I'm saying. Like this just feels he like he became 24 seven champion 45 times, yo. But he made you want to see him as the 24 seven champion. When somebody else won it, you like fuck. This doesn't look right. Put it back on him. I, and I'm not going to lie to you. I almost made Reggie my fucking bad. Because I'm so sick of his... It's not a match. He's just flipping and running from people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... It'd be it, dope if he's using that within the match. And doing moves. He yeah. doesn't do shit to anybody. But yeah. run and flip over you. And roll you up. I get a, a victory roll. That's And then... It makes me so I'm not crazy. so mad if they make it lead to something, but I think we always think about this they and be pissed off do shit because that's why yeah. we don't like the whole Baron Corbin thing because it was going somewhere. Cool, but I feel you're just gonna be broke until you know he becomes somebody's lackey or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Like next he's gonna be on fucking NXT and rolling with LA Knight. Like I just don't. But what I was gonna say was that is exactly the issue. I don't see the payoff. And I don't see where they're going with it. So it's kind of like, I can't hang with it. And I just want to know, like, what are you trying to do? Because every week he has the same complaint. And at this point, it just feels like anybody who was really down on their luck like that would have done something, robbed somebody or something, beat somebody's ass. For real. 
Like every time, because then the other thing is he's getting to beat people, fight people, but he don't win. So it's like, what's the fuck? So is his character just this dude who's down on his luck and shit? And the thing is, though, they don't make him depressed enough, and this, which is why it doesn't sell well. Because we've seen this dude get in the ring, he hung with John Cena. We've seen him get in the ring and and have some of these good matches and shit like that. And then all of a sudden, he's losing, but he's not depressed enough. Right. If he was, I've been broke he, before, goddamn. Yeah, <laughs> but if he was a little more depressed about it, then I'm understanding why he's losing. Even then, like when he's fighting uh, Finn Balor, he should have gave him more of a go. Like, man, fuck this, because the same reason why you try. This is where the turn should have been. Because I was fully expecting a Bear Corbin Finn Balor feud. Because you're costing me a championship opportunity, and I'm thirsty now. I need this shit. So fuck this. No more asking people for fucking favors and shit like that. Yeah, I just tried to steal your fucking championship opportunity. Yeah, I just cost you to have a championship opportunity, because now John Cena has that shit, and I don't give a fuck, because I'm trying to eat too, and now your ass back on the main roster, you just get to show up and ask for a fucking championship opportunity, and I'm over here struggling? Oh, man, it wrote itself. You know, I think I'm partly offended because I've been broke before. That ain't how a broke person act. You're not acting broke. You're uncomfortable. No. That ain't broke. Yeah, it's two different things. <laughs> Shit. You're, you're in a minor inconvenience. You ain't oh, broke. You ain't eat no damn noodles. Right. You Shit. know what I'm saying? That ain't broke, motherfucker. Anyway, yeah. my bad. It's just simply hooving to Guerrero. Poor Hoovy. Oh, man, that match was... Yeah. It I don't was, think he was ready to go that no, speed, bro. And and that's why he hasn't been on TV. Here I know. In a while. Hey, look, and I get it. Still doesn't make it, make it yeah, any less atrocious. And honestly, if it wasn't something worse than that, this would have been my ugly. I think I say that all the time. Sometimes. Yeah. But it was something that something worse that happened. That the only reason why this didn't make it my ugly. This, this is gonna be an all AEW show. For me, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he just wasn't ready when he tried to go for the. He had to sell it like he just threw his body at Chris Jericho, but you knew he was going for the for the Hugo Crown Rana, like catch him. And yeah, do and it. then try to yeah. swing him, and he couldn't get the. Yeah, yeah. And Chris tried yeah. to save it, but he was like, "I just sell it as like a leg drop." Yeah, yeah. Thing. No, you just threw your body at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's a body attack. Yeah. I was just He's like, got a bicycle. man, this shit is just bad. It, it was fucking atrocious. I couldn't. I you was like, tell, I tried. Somebody said something that made sense to me. Like, you could tell Chris Jericho wrestles every week and Hoovy doesn't. And I was yeah. like, you know, that's a good point. Yep. Yeah. So that was my bad, sir. Yeah. That, that's all I needed to go. You know what? Fuck that, man. I got to keep going with this. <laughs> I, just, I just thought about it, though. This match. Was so freaking bad. I've seen worse though. No, he just wasn't ready though. I know he wasn't. I feel like they made up for the part. Like I'm not saying made up quality wise, but they did enough masking of the mess ups to where I was like, all right. Did they? To the best he could, Chris Jericho. Like usually when that's it's what, I'm not. I, that's, that's why, why I'm it's saying. Simply you're, 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 no, I know, yeah. but that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like 
Chris tried to make the best of it. Like, okay. I mean, it was, it was times where they had the pause. Because I'm like, and because and it didn't make it any better that the announce team kept saying, like, oh, he moved so fast in the ring. And, like, it was none of that. He was not moving fast whatsoever. And then they end up like, well, you know, I guess he used to. <laughs> Shit. Yo, they even acknowledged the fact that, yo, he doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> I know. The announcer had me cracking up. They were like, <laughs> so you, are you saying that he's just off his game? They was just like, somebody was, I forgot who it was. It was like, uh. It was probably MJF. Yeah. No, no, MJF wasn't on... Yeah, was he on that? He was. Yeah, he was. I bet you it was MJF. Play it off. Like, I paid him for this. He fucked me over. (laughs) Yo, that shit was just bad. And I just had to... I gotta come... I had to come back to that. I just can't... No. I don't want to just leave it that short. It was just that bad. Yeah. But anyway, man... um, What was your ugly, sir? My ugly um, was um, not the... AJ Styles and um, Randy Orton match because I thought it was good, but the fact that this wasn't something pushed harder. And a Randy Orton AJ Styles match is a big deal, or at least should be. And the fact that it was kind of a afterthought, and you know, yeah, it was the main event of Raw, and yeah, it was a pretty good match, but I just felt like the importance of it wasn't there, and that's what I meant by I was gonna come back to. Mm-hmm. Think about how you felt with uh, Statlander versus Nyla Rose versus yeah. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. And I'm not taking anything from Nyla Rose and Statlander, but come on. Mm-hmm. Anytime that that match gets you more excited than when a, it's Orton and, and AJ Styles, two legit Hall of Famers, there's something in there you're not doing right. Something's not jiving story-wise, or at least yeah. how you're pushing it. Because it felt like just another match. And I don't feel like Randy Orton versus AJ Styles should ever be just another match. Right. They're just way too good for that. And they did way too good for that. Um, and the match was great. But again, I feel like the build to matches being important um, and wins being important means so much just from the eyeball standpoint. You know what I mean? Hmm. And, and so that's how I compared it. That's how I looked at it because I was like, I saw Randy Orton versus AJ Styles, and I'm more excited for Statlander versus Nyla Rose. Mm. Somebody's not doing something the right, right way. Yeah. Somebody's not doing something right, and another person is doing an excellent job <laughs> at what they're doing right now. Yeah. So it's it's just it's crazy, um, and so that's, it just bothered me all week, kind of. It's just kind of like, it's so weird to me, um, mm. and I just hope that Randy Orton. RKOing Matt Rydell, Matt Rydell, <laughs> Matt Riddle was just like a thing that he was doing. I hope he didn't like really turn because they need to build on this. RK bro, mm-hmm. it can work. Dude. Like I know it's the overdone yeah, it odd could. couple yeah. thing. I know, but this is a this, different this dynamic. This actually does work because it's Randy Orton. And uh, we haven't really. I don't think we've seen him in this kind of setting. And then we got Riddle, who, if he was the one that turned on Randy, you could sell it if you build it. You can sell it dope because he's, if you think about it, Riddle's dangerous, bro. He's a UFC fighter. He's a dangerous dude. He'll beat your ass. Mm-hmm. So if he snapped because, you know, Randy was rude to him or something, he finally, you know, but after a build of them being friends and whatever, 
you'd be like, whoa, what the? That shit would blow our minds. But yeah, now that yeah. I said it out loud, it won't happen. <laughs> it won't. But that's what I mean. Like, those type of things that you have, and I feel like they just totally skip over it. Yeah. Do not pass on RK Bro. Build this up. It could be something. It can work. It can go all the way to WrestleMania if you do it right. Please. Mm -hmm. Call me. I'll write it for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, um, look, I forget the dude's name. Who? But he used to manage uh, primetime players. Abraham Washington. Abraham. Oh no, I know where you going with this. I'm gonna try to skim over this. I didn't even put him in a newsroom. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, oh Max, Max, Max. My ugly yo. Oh, Max. This is it. Uh, it may not have been as as egregious as Abraham Washington. Yeah, Abraham Washington. Yeah, yeah. If you guys aren't aware of Abraham Washington, look it up. He had he a Kobe was, joke. Is too much. We've talked about this on the podcast before. It was so much that it got him fired right away. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of a shame because he was a pretty good manager. He's a really good man. Yeah, he's still on the Indies. Oh, is he? Yeah. Um. Look, Max Caster, you, I mean, you guys are called the acclaimed, you rap when you come out. So I know you listen to hip-hop, and I know you probably didn't stay up on hip-hop news, so like, you're not seeing what's happening to the baby right now? <laughs> like, this motherfucker's getting canceled. Like, in every show. He had so many fucking concerts lined up. I was wondering how he's going to be in all them damn places. I was like, bro, you had a lot going on. Damn, yeah, no wonder he didn't fly a fucking jet. And they said no. And he even apologized. Eventually. And they said nope. 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 He won't be doing this. He won't be doing it. Nope, he won't be doing this. So, Max. Max. You guys are in the number two spot. In the number two spot. And yet, you feel the need to sit there and make comments. About one of the most decorated, you rap comments, I should say, about, about one of the most decorated Olympians in American history. Female, black female too at that, and we always talk about how, how black females aren't protected enough, mm -hmm. and yet, and you should have known, Max. You know how it is, bro. You with the shits. He, it, it, that's the other thing that made me so mad is that, like, you know, bro, you're not clueless to what's going on. Like, he's not one of those dudes. He's with the, you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. one of the guys. So it's like, you got to know it went too far. And he could have fucked up his TMZ deal. He has a TMZ deal to do these raps. Mm -hmm. And I think Tony was just like, what's this? And I know he's young. But yeah, you and I, but no, I because this is what rap is. Right. But, like, we, we cross the line. I mean, but yo. you're you're. But it's just like with the baby. Yep. Of all people, Chris Brown have the best quote. Mm -hmm. Do your raps 
say, ladies and gentlemen, have a good night and get the fuck off the stage. Yo. All this, hey, let me give a speech real quick and tell you how I feel about this shit. Nobody give a shit. Do your song, get the fuck out of here. Say that yeah. shit for something else. Because, and we in a different day and age. Yes. There are certain things that we used to be able to rap or say back then. <laughs> At the verses, JD Kiss took out. Um, just can't do it no more. Uh, what, what's the one line he has in the one song? He's like, uh, perhaps for instance, I give this a French kiss. He took that out, yeah, remember? Yep. Yeah. And he did not rap that. Oh, what's beef to you? Yeah, yeah. Black, we back. We and he took that line out because I was first. I was like, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? And he didn't do it because the climate. He said everything else in that show killed plenty of motherfuckers during yeah, yeah. that show, but yeah. he didn't say that word. He was no, like, yeah. perhaps I give that. A French kiss. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Not doing it. Because you know what? Yeah. Jada's smart. And he said, I got to get my bag. Yeah. It's we a business move. got to play the game, dog. got to play the business move, yo. Like, I mean, hey. Like, half of Biggie's raps probably would not be able to be performed, yo. No. Yeah. It'd be strictly album stuff. Yo. And there's some stuff he didn't perform. Like, he never yeah. performed... The one where he said, uh, she looks so good, I give it... Yeah, no, he, he did perform it. that. He performed it? Yeah, what he show? used to perform those. Oh, no, I didn't know like, he performed You look so good, huh? I suck on your daddy's dick. I never felt this way in my life. I didn't yeah. know he performed that. No, nah, you know what? He may not have never performed that. Yeah, don't say that. But that was a wild-ass line. Or DMX. <laughs> I got blood in my hands and no I, remorse. Remorse. I, I got, got blood, blood on my dick because I fucked the corpse. corpse. I'm a nasty. I'm like, what the? Will you see me, yeah, dick? Better pass me. I mean, he even had, I'm not going to repeat it, but remember on It's Dark and Hell is Hot, he had a rape bar. Yeah, yeah. And I always skip over that part because that's a lot, sir. And see, and, and what happened years later when what's the name, like, uh, Rick Ross when he had the line like yeah uh, when he said put my in your drink didn't even know when yeah, he did that yeah. they were like what the fuck put is Molly that put my drink she didn't know it yeah, like, oh, yeah. no that's date rape sir yeah, yeah, that's, that's date that's, rape sir yeah. can't do that gotta ask first yeah and I and we get it you trying right. to like you, you trying, trying to, to flow yeah and we don't I'm not saying you did that but the precedence you are setting yeah yeah cause motherfuckers actually do that shit which is what look we talk about this like I remember motherfucker tried to tell me that rape culture wasn't real and I just like come on dude don't do that. I'll stop shouting. Because yeah. what you see, and see, we talk about this, like, because rap always had got this stigma of, like, well, now this is what everybody's going to do. But motherfuckers don't realize that that's what these movies were doing to people. Right. People felt like they were Tony Montana. Motherfuckers wanted to be the godfather. Uh... I remember when I was little, I used to be old dog. We would fight yeah. to be old dog when we would play Menace of Society. We were playing Menace of Society. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we weren't playing. <laughs> or, or <laughs> motherfuckers watched Porky's and, and mm-hmm. Ninja the Nerds. Yeah, I did when I was little. Yeah. I just, my dad told me. But they, like, some people don't have that person mm-hmm. to say, I, it's funny on this, but you do that shit mm-hmm. in real life and smack the dog yeah, shit out of it. Pretty as pink. And like, all this shit. That was rapey, but they made it like it was funny. Funny and a joke. Yep. And motherfuckers go out there and they actually do the shit. Yep. And they don't understand that what they're doing is really wrong. Yep. It's for sure. So Max, you get my fucking ugly. Yeah, bro. You gotta be smarter than that, Max. We we were rooting for you. I still yeah. am, but yeah, come yeah. on, bro. You gotta People think make about mistakes. It. It's just like the baby. I still rock it. Baby. You make mistakes. You know, it happens. Learn from it. Yeah. That's all. 
Uh, and that's the good thing about you being in AEW because if you was in WWE, they probably would have fired your ass. Yeah, it'd be dumb though. Yeah, yeah. But then again, they probably wouldn't even let you rap. Yeah. They'd be like, here, rap this. He'd be like, who wrote this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, that'll do it for this week's The Raw, The Bad, The Ugly. Be sure to check out 1515 Nap and other content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, view to the podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podcasts, or Stitcher, or any other podcast platform you choose to use. Just type in 1515 Nap. You can find the podcast such as Equal Opposites, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, or Slurring the Truth. Um, also click on the Amazon banner Go support the site We'll greatly appreciate that uh, Yeah back to school shit So get on there and buy your kids They shit for back to school And then um, with that said It's me Start a Pro It's Miller And we out Jamming on the one You are now listening to The Raw The Bad And The Other